to the City Hill podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. Good morning, everyone. How you doing? Um, so since the beginning of May, we've been looking at nameless heroes, um, Pharaoh's daughter, the widow, the Roman centurion, all people that played a significant part in the Bible, but we don't know their names, so we can't call them by name. So I want you to just think about why names are important. So think about your own name. I'm sure you know it, because that would be helpful. Okay. What is it? What does it mean? If you don't know, you can Google it right now. What does your name mean? I think it's really important for us to know what our names mean. Who named you? Like, what's the story behind your name? Who gave you the name? Why did they give it to you? Why is it important? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you wish you were called something else? Sorry, you're not. That's it. You could change it if you wanted to by deed poll. Um, But there's a story behind each, each of our names. A lot of people, like, being from a Jamaican family, I have family that have names but are not called by their actual names. So this month I went to a, uh, a funeral for one of my great aunties and legit, I didn't know her name was Patricia. I didn't know. So I, I come in, you know, and they hand me the order of service and there's a picture of her, so I know I'm in the right place. And it says Patricia. And I'm like, no, that's Auntie Atia. What are you talking about? Like, I'm so confused. And during the service, they were calling her by both names. So family were calling her Althea and like, like the reverend was like calling her Patricia and I was like, wow. So there's a lot of people that don't like their names that pick new ones or get a, a nickname that becomes more than their actual name. Um, but if we're looking at ID and what carries us through life, birth certificates, passports, it's always your full name. A lot of us, um, people know our first names, but not our middle names. Like we keep that kind of private. Some people really hate their middle names. They don't tell anybody. When you know someone's full name, it almost, like, shows your level of relationship with them. Like, if you know their their whole name. Especially if they've got, like, four or five names in the middle. I know some people have some long names. So our names are important. And not just for us as people, but just generally, nouns are important. Names allow us to identify things. So if I told you to close your eyes and picture a frog, you could picture it because you know what a frog is, right? If I said, oh, just picture some green thing that jumps and um, lives by the water, maybe, then you could create a whole different thing in your head. So we know about things because they have names and we can recognise what they are. So names hold up the characteristics that determine who or what a person or thing is. So the Bible says in Proverbs 22, verse 1, that a good name is better than riches. Um, And we have this phrase that's like making a name for yourself. So if you make a name for yourself, like people like attribute your name to something special, right? Or they, because of what you've done on the earth, your name means something. So I'm going to throw out some names that I hope you recognize and... Just think about what kind of things come to you as you hear these names. Hitler. Gandhi. Tupac. Obama. Theresa May. Judas. Jesus. Okay. Then I could just, like, call your names. I could be like Apollo. James. (laughs) 
so names they they create reactions in us when we we know the people or we know their character or personality so when people that are in your circle your friendship group your family when people speak of you what do you think their reaction is is it is it good is it like mm, mm. like I always, when I run workshops with young people, I ask them to think about what their parents would say about them or what their teachers would say about them or their friends. Sometimes our name holds different weight in different circles. So if you're a serious boss and you're a manager of something, then your name might hold weight in your company. And when people hear that you're coming, they're on their best behavior. But when you're in your mum's house, your name don't mean nothing, yeah? <laughs> Go shop, get me some onions, you know? Like, it doesn't hold the same significance. So we are attached to our names, particularly how people pronounce them, how they spell them, how they use them. So this week, I had to get something from the pharmacy. My name's Jamelia. My mum made up the spelling, so it's very unique, okay, in life. And I understand that. And I recognise people might get it wrong. But when I got my tablets, I have never seen my name spelled like this in my whole existence. Let's think about it, right? On the prescription, my name was written correctly because I told the nurse how to spell it, right? I, I come to get my tablets. She spelled my name, Jamiolola. And I was like, there's O's in my name? How did we get here? Like, I was so confused. And I wanted her to change it, but I realized that was kind of petty, so I just took my tablets. But what also gets to me is when I send people emails and you have to spell my name right to get the email to me, but then you spell my name wrong in the email. Like, what happens? I feel like you're not paying attention. It upsets me. It upsets me. So we are definitely attached to our names. I think about a time where you've, um, you've seen someone you recognize, but you can't remember their name. And that moment where you're like going through your head and you're filtering like I know you from somewhere where is it maybe if I remember where I know you from I'll remember your name and like we're searching 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 and I realized that that person is not significant to us because we we know their name like and we feel bad to be like what's your name again because that seems really rude and this happened to me yesterday somebody came up to me in a chicken shop and was like Jamelia you're right how you doing I was like hi yeah great and I was like, what's your name? What's your name? And then she, she spoke about herself in third person. And I was like, oh, your name's Natasha. Yes. And I felt more confident that we could have this communication now because I knew her name. It's really important to know who people are. So what we are thankful for is that God doesn't have that moment of, I don't know who you are. When we come to him, when we call on him, he's like, who's this? Where do I know you from? What's your name again? We don't go through that with him. Even if we haven't been in his presence for years, or days or months he recognizes us he knows us john 3 john 10 verse 3 reassures us that he calls us by name he knows us individually personally and not just our names everything about us so what does it mean to be nameless we're looking at nameless heroes in the bible and if you're nameless nobody don't know who you are we can't trace you you're unknown you're anonymous and we're talking about nameless heroes. And I was thinking about superheroes, that even when they cover up their, their identity with masks or costumes, they still have a name and they still get credit attached to that name. So even if it's Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman or whoever, like people still recognize them and they still get credit. So imagine you are at work and you've done this really important project that's going to bring your company a hell of a lot of money. You've worked really hard on it, like months, sleepless nights, you've poured your heart and soul into this and you don't get any credit for it 
None. None. They, they take it. They move it forwards. They use all your ideas. No one don't care about you. You don't get no accreditation, no, no appraisal. No one claps for you. No one cares about your efforts. Would it be worse if you were just nameless or if someone took your credit? Like someone else was like, these are my ideas. I came up with it. I'm going to take the glory. A lot of the time we are looking for recognition because we are people that want to be accepted in the world. And so even the way we work through social media, when we post things, we're looking for people to like it or tell us that we're amazing or just um, respond to us, engage with us. We're looking for recognition. And in when I was um, preparing for this talk, God was challenging me personally and asking me if I was willing to be nameless in on the earth. Is it more important for your name to be known on earth or in heaven? And I was like, well, I'd like both, God. I'd like to be well known on earth and also reach your kingdom. That would be amazing. And he was really dealing with me, like, why is it important for your name to be known? Like, why? If you're looking for a common goal, so in my company at the moment we're working with homeless people and women who have faced domestic violence and we are doing poetry sessions to kind of help them to express their feelings regain their voice empower them and it's working like people are having transformative uh, experiences through these projects and god was like so what if nobody knew it was you what if you know you just changed people's lives and no one cared that you did it i was like well that would be that would be good because obviously that's that's the outcome I'm looking for. But can I get like a just a just a little, little like just a line in a newspaper article somewhere? Like even if nobody knows it's me, but my name's there, so I know it's me. And he was like, "No, what if you just don't get nothing?" I was like, "Okay, um, yeah, um, I could do that potentially." Um, so the scripture I want us to look at is the the City Hill scripture, right? So if you have a Bible um, or your phone, which is good for these things. Matthew 5, we are going to look at verse 14 to 16. And I'm going to plug the City Hill app right now because... And it gives light to all the house. Mm-hmm. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give, give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Right, so we're talking about light and not hiding it and doing something with it. But then when we come to the end, it's like, let your light shine so others can see it, but so you don't get glory. That's what it says, right? So that they can give glory to your father. And God was saying to me that that's what he wants our intentions to be, to give glory to him rather than to ourselves. So it's not about making our name great. Um, It might become great, but that's not our intention, to have fame for ourselves. Colossians 3 verse 17 as well says, whatever you do, do it all in the name of Jesus. And when I got married, um, I took on a new name. So I already had a double barrel name. So my my last name was Mendez Wisdom. And I like the Mendez because it made me feel a bit exotic. You know, like my mum was like, we've got some Spanish in our family. Still can't trace it, but I just owned it. And I was like, yeah, obviously. And then I got married and I was like, well, I can't have a triple barrel name because that would just be weird, right? So I dropped my Spanish heritage, right? And I took on um, Barco, which is my husband's name. And for a while, I didn't change my stuff, like my um, driver's license, my bank account. Everything was just still in my old name because I couldn't be bothered and I was just lazy. And then I was like, no, I've changed my name. Like, I actually have to own this name change. So I changed everything. 
And when we become followers of Jesus, we're taken on his name, we get baptised in his name, we're doing things according to his name, we've taken on this new name. And so what we do then is supposed to reflect him. So people will know that I am Mo's wife because I changed my name. People know that we are God's children because we do things in his name. So I'm going to look at one of the Psalms that is written by an unknown author. Uh, And it's Psalms 115. And then I'm going to get you guys to do some writing, which is going to be exciting. So, and these Psalms, um, so from Psalms 113 to Psalms 118, these are a collection of Psalms called Hallel, and they were sung by the Jews during their Passover celebrations. So these would be part of the hymns that were sung by Jesus and his disciples on the night that he was betrayed and arrested and on the night before his crucifixion. So I'm going to read it. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory. For the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Why should the nation say, where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak, eyes but do not see. They have ears but they do not hear, noses but do not smell. They have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk, and they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has remembered us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. And he will bless those who fear the Lord, both the small and the great. May the Lord give increase you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth he has given to the children of man. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any who go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Yes! Praise him. So, in this... um, chapter we see that the beginning of the psalm is about not giving glory to ourselves that our name shouldn't get glory that our the glory that we want should be given to god and if we were to separate the verses from verse three to eight we're looking at a difference between god and the idols that other people are serving that they have created images that cannot that are less than themselves because they are human and they have eyes and can see and hands that can feel, but they've created idols that have eyes and can't see and hands and can't feel. So they've created something that is beneath themselves and chosen to worship that. And it's saying that God obviously is above these idols because he can do all these things. He can speak, he can see, he hears, he feels, he walks, he can make sounds. And because these men don't know him and they have... um, chosen to worship things that are beneath them they will become like the things that they worship and then we have from 9 to 11 this repeated call to trust God 
he is your help and your shield he is your protection and your provision and it repeats just like a hymn he is their help and shield and then we have the blessing and the the assurance that if you trust in God he will bless you he will remember you he considers you he thinks about you he will bless you um and then this continuous blessing that won't just be on you but on you and your children this is 14 and 15 you'll be blessed by the Lord and then we return to this um, image of God that he is in the heavens the heavens are the Lord's and that we will bless him forever and ever so this hymn this psalm was used in the temple and it was written by someone we don't know but it was important enough for Jesus to sing before his crucifixion. So this author, although we can't mention his name, played a significant part in that the story of the gospel. And so what I want us to do is to just think about your names, think about God's name, think about what it means for you to take on a new name and to want to give glory to God. And then using your phones, because I didn't bring paper, just spend a few minutes like writing what that means to you um you can write it like a prayer you can write it like a song if you're about this rap life you can write 16 bars I don't care what you write just um use it as a moment of worship and reflection because this psalm is worship that's what it is and so we're gonna just do that for I'm gonna set the timer for like seven and a half minutes because I like to be in between things and then if anybody wants to share we'll we'll have some we really hope you enjoyed today's message and if you'd like to find out more about City Hill please visit our website cityhill.london